Hello and welcome to the Relationship Anxiety Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we are talking about what if this isn't relationship anxiety. Hey y'all, what's up? Happy Friday. Today we are talking about one of the questions I get asked (laughs) almost the most. And that's, what if this isn't relationship anxiety? So it'll be interesting to see just talking to so many different people with all these thoughts of what if I'm in the wrong relationship? What if he does really doesn't love me? Like, how do I know if this is right? How do I know he won't leave me? All of these thoughts. And then follow it up with, but, and how do I know if this is actually relationship anxiety? Um, which I just love to see how similar everyone's brains are. Um, and that we have, I think, honestly, that this thought fall is really just another form of an anxious thought. So I want to talk to you guys about it today to help you understand it a little bit more and explore it. So often when we discover relationship anxiety is a thing, There is so much relief that comes with discovering it. So with the experience of anxiety, we might have felt convinced that we had to leave or something was for sure wrong. Because no way if this relationship was good or right would these feelings or thoughts be something we would experience. Uh, And then you somehow came across the term relationship anxiety. Maybe it was someone shared it, maybe you found this podcast, maybe you Googled, but you discovered this term. And you discovered there are other people in the world that have these very similar, if not the same, thoughts, feelings, fears that you do. And that there are ways to cope and work with them. And there are people who are in relationships that continue to find success in their relationship, even with having experienced relationship anxiety. And now all of a sudden, there's this huge sigh of relief of, oh my gosh, I can stay in this relationship. It's possible all of these thoughts and these fears really aren't that big of a deal. That maybe I really can be happy here. Maybe I really can make this work. Maybe I really can stay in this relationship. We get this relief and our thoughts kind of start to quiet for a bit. They might still be there, might pop up a tiny bit, but for the most part, not nearly as loud or dominating. We go back to just kind of like enjoying the relationship until our brain finds a new loophole. What if this isn't relationship anxiety? How do I know for sure? 
this actually might not be our OCD. And with that one little thought of what if this isn't relationship anxiety, it opens up the door for all of those what ifs and worries to start pouring right back in. And we start comparing our experience to others to make sure it really fits the bill. We might even ask others if this is actually what's going on for us. Maybe asking a coach or a therapist or other people who experience relationship anxiety to see if it matches. We might start reconsidering all of our what if thoughts, because if this isn't anxiety, that means the thoughts are real and true and need to be acted on. So we start wondering if they're true and if we need to do something about them. We might even compare our experience with anxiety in this relationship and previous, and maybe use that as evidence for, oh yeah, this definitely is anxiety, or oh, I didn't quite feel like this last time, that must mean this isn't anxiety. Or we might even say we haven't had other relationships to contrast to, imagine future relationships and wonder how anxious we might be in those and compare to how we're feeling now to what this imaginary relationship might feel like without anxiety. Now, relationship anxiety is a term that we use to label a pattern of certain thoughts, feelings, and behaviors that show up for individuals within a relationship. And this term is a term we are either identifying with or not identifying with. And for many of us, being able to identify, oh, this is relationship anxiety, feels very empowering. It gives less legitimacy to these scary thoughts and gives us more power in our life. It's almost like the anxiety is an intruder in your house <laughs> and you have tied them up in a chair. And you're like, okay, no more of this. <laughs> you are not stealing from my house. You're not running around. You're not wreaking havoc. You're not breaking things. You are here in this chair, tied up, not doing anything. And then that intruder starts begging, <laughs> saying, please, I promise I actually had a really good reason for being here. It's totally legitimate. And it's really important that you let me out. Um, and he starts making this whole case for all the reasons that he actually really wasn't causing trouble. And you listen to him and you're like, yeah, you know what? I think he might be right here. <laughs> I think he does have a good reason. Let's let him out. And then he goes back to what he was doing, which was ruining your house and stealing things and attacking you or whatever. <laughs> now, obviously, stupid hypothetical example, but I want you to think about it. Like, that's kind of what happens with our anxiety of we have this term, relationship anxiety, and it almost like backs your anxiety into a corner a little bit where it's not so powerful over you anymore and it feels it's kind of limited in the havoc it can wreak in your brain because you are identifying what it is now 
we're not just reacting to it as much. Now, when it starts arguing, oh, this isn't relationship anxiety, maybe it's not. What we're doing is we're like untying those ropes. And we're like, oh, yeah, this actually might be legitimate. So let's go ahead and let you run around the house some more. <laughs> we're, and, then we, and then we notice all of the anxiety floods us again from it. Because we've given the thoughts permission to bother us once again. We've given legitimacy and power back to our anxiety and our thoughts. And I think so many of you that like struggle with this question might be wondering like, but what if it really isn't an intruder? Like what if this is someone really important that's visiting my house and I'm tying them up and, and misdiagnosing them? as an intruder when really it's a friend. <laughs> and here are some of the signs that I think do help indicate to us that it's anxiety. So one is there is an incongruence in thoughts and feelings. So we notice we're swinging from these very high highs and these low lows. We notice moments of feeling really good about the relationship to really awful about it. Thinking he's amazing to thinking he's horrible. Lots of very drastic shifts. Um, your emotional and thought responses seem disproportionately large in comparison to the thing at hand. So we might be having a moment where maybe we are disagreeing about something so simple and so small, but yet your brain and your emotions are like, oh my gosh, this is never, ever going to work. And when you're in a moment of more calm, you can look at it a little bit more clearly when we're not all caught up in confusion. Um, we, when we're kind of out of those spinning thoughts, when we're out of that moment where the anxiety is really tense, that we can kind of look at it and see that the thoughts really weren't as big of a deal as we thought they were, that maybe that argument wasn't that big of a deal, or that the thoughts and fears just kind of seem illogical altogether. Like they don't totally make sense to you. They don't really seem to align with what you think from a more calm state. You notice a lot of sense of confusion and back and forth in your brain. Maybe you notice like the physical sensations of tightness or shortness of breath in your body. Um, now on the flip side, if there are red flags happening in your relationship, um, like for example, let's say one of your doubts or fears is what if he's cheating on me and there's another girl's underwear <laughs> laying in your apartment floor, it's just the two of you there, or, you know, he's consistently telling you he's going to be with you and consistently not honoring that, like there's a lot of dishonesty that's happening, right? That we know we can see what he's saying doesn't line up with what he's doing. There is physical or emotional abuse happening. He's consistently putting you down, not respecting you. 
Um, you know, there is extreme addiction and withdrawal to certain substances. Or maybe our life values are super incongruent, like one really wants kids and the other doesn't. Then these doubts might have merit from the perspective of, hey, worrying, what if he's cheating on you and there's underwear on the floor? isn't so much anxiety as much as, yeah, that might be happening, right? Versus anxiety is we're creating all these hypothetical scenarios and freaking out about if it could happen. Or we're freaking out because of past experiences and not based on current evidence. Or the evidence we're using seems very, very much like a stretch to us. (laughs) Now, here's the thing. There is no way to officially know 100% that this is anxiety. Because we could find a therapist that will diagnose you and say, yep, you have relationship anxiety. They probably just say you have anxiety. Um, But then we could question them and be like, well, how do you know for sure? Are are you right? What if they're wrong? Or we we could go ask another therapist And maybe that therapist won't agree or won't actually give a diagnosis. Like, it's a subjective thing that someone might... I mean, some people don't even agree that relationship anxiety is a thing. Now, we can't take a blood test to prove 100%. There's no way this is anxiety. We can't take you into the doctor and be like, ding, 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 see, positive for relationship anxiety. There is no way to absolutely know for sure. And this is one of the things that drives anxiety crazy, is it wants to know for sure, yes, this is the best person out here. Yes, he is the one. Yes, he will never cheat on you. Yes, you will always be happy. We want these absolute answers for our future that we just cannot get. So... We do that same thing with anxiety of wanting an absolute answer to know for sure it's anxiety. And there's really no absolute way to know. We could try asking people. (laughs) We could read lots of forms or Google. Many of you do that. Sometimes there's this idea of if I was with someone else, then I wouldn't feel this way, right? Possibly. This really is my relationship. Maybe this isn't anxiety. So I just need to find someone else where I don't have this feeling. So we might break up and feel a little bit better, have some relief. (laughs) We're not like in the danger our brain's been perceiving anymore. And the feeling goes away, so we might start dating again. And maybe we don't have the anxious feeling initially, maybe we do, or we're a year or two into the relationship and then it comes up again. So at that point, then we can face the decision again of do I want to own this and work on it, or maybe it's really not anxiety, maybe it's this person. And you could live your whole life looking for the person you don't have these anxious feelings with. And maybe after dating a hundred people, you finally conclude, (laughs) okay, maybe this is me. 
And sometimes I see that where after people date multiple people and have keep having this anxiety, okay, I finally believe it. It is anxiety. But really, you still don't know 100%. Because maybe you got to date like every single person in the whole world, <laughs> which is not possible, right? But we could date and date and date and there always could possibly be someone else where we don't have these feelings. Like there's no way for you to date every possible option (laughs) available to you. You could spend your whole life dating, always having these anxious feelings and thoughts, thinking, okay, eventually one day, I'm going to find that person where they don't come up. Or maybe you find someone where they're, again, temporarily gone with. Or for a year or two, and then it comes back. So even if you find someone it goes away with, you still don't really know for sure that we're not going to experience anxiety in this relationship. So my point is, there's no way to know 100% whether it's anxiety or not. Like, it is not possible for us to run that test of dating every person in the world to conclude, oh, yep, it's me, or nope, it's my partner. And to be honest, I wouldn't want to. (laughs) But with this question of is it anxiety or is it not, here's the truth. It doesn't matter. Yep, you heard me right. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Because the reason you are trying to solve for, if this is anxiety or not, is because you're looking for the right answer. Many of us look at it like, if I have anxiety, if I know for sure that's what's going on, then that means... The right answer is to stay in this relationship and keep going. Now I'm allowed to keep working on it. And if this isn't anxiety and this really means there's something wrong and I'm not supposed to be in this relationship, that means I need to leave. And that's at the core of this question whenever people ask, whenever we're wondering what if this isn't relationship anxiety, is just another form of us trying to solve for what's the right or wrong thing to do here? What's the right decision? If it's anxiety, I should stay. If it's not, I should leave. But there are no rules. Like you can have doubts and maybe it's not anxiety and you can still decide to stay in your relationship and work on it. Or you really could have anxiety and that's what's going on for you and you can still decide to leave your relationship. There is no one set thing you have to do. There is no one right answer. It's totally up to you. But we're looking to use anxiety to prove, to determine what we should choose, whether we should choose to stay or leave. But that leaves you in such a powerless place. Because we could make a very strong 
argument that, yeah, this is anxiety. And we could also make an argument that it isn't. And you've probably done that if you've asked yourself this question. We've given our decision-making power up to proving this question that we cannot answer 100%. Ultimately, you are allowed to stay in a relationship for any reason you want. There is no one right thing to do here. Like, you can leave for some shallow thing. And you can stay even if we have all these doubts and all of these fears. It is totally up to you. Any reason. Ultimately, you get to decide whether or not to believe this is anxiety. Does it feel useful for you to label this as anxiety? For me, for many of my clients, the answer is yes. It's a very freeing to be able to pinpoint these thoughts and feelings as anxiety. But in the end, it's just something we're believing about our experience. No way to know 100%. But it truly doesn't matter because you also get to decide to stay in the relationship just because. You can decide to leave. You're allowed to choose anxiety or not, doubts or not. You can stay. You are allowed to have this relationship and make the most of it, whether or not it is anxiety. All right, thanks so much for tuning in today, you guys. Have a beautiful weekend. We'll talk next week. Bye.